Welcome to the Bone Coach Show, dedicated to helping you understand all things related to diet, lifestyle, bone health, and how you can live and thrive with low bone density and osteoporosis. I'm your host, Kevin Ellis, certified health coach, health and wellness speaker, and above all else, your bone coach. After being diagnosed with osteoporosis in my early 30s, I transformed my health through diet and lifestyle and now help my clients and community members do the same through my online coaching practice, Bone Coach. Look, there are no quick and easy cures for low bone density, but the choices we make every single day can have a powerful impact on our bones, our health, and our general well-being. I'll share the research, interview the experts, and help you figure out how to get the conditions right in your body so you can better your bones through diet and lifestyle. Short disclaimer, I'm not a medical doctor, and this show should not be considered medical advice. Always consult with your healthcare team before making medical decisions and changes to your diet and lifestyle. With that being said, let's get on with the show. Allergies can be an indication of congested lymphatic system, even things like, you know, pain, joint pain, um, also even collagen loss, right? Any autoimmune disorder can be affected and can be helped by a healthy lymphatic system. So now on the outside, what do we see on the outside of the body? Well, one is sometimes just even chronic skin infections or skin issues. Uh, what also happens is uh, people will develop uh, creases in the skin, folding, lumps, bumps just below the skin. Any injury that we've had, we can cause damage or block the lymphatic system if we don't do something to repair it. So when you think about it, like it doesn't have to be uh, it doesn't have to be an incision that blocks it. It can be, it can be just like a contusion, like a, a, a bruise. If you haven't done so already, especially if you're newly diagnosed with osteopenia or osteoporosis, or if your most recent bone density scan still showed more bone loss, go ahead and pause this episode and head over to bonecoach.com to sign up for your free seven day osteoporosis kickstart guide that's going to give you everything you need step by step by step over the next seven days to get on the path to improvement and stronger bones you won't want to miss that so pause this right now head over to bonecoach.com and i'll be here as soon as you get back welcome welcome to this episode of the bone coach show joining us today to explore our lymphatic system and bone health is dr kathy goldstein dr kathy goldstein is an acupuncture physician who has been practicing integrative medicine energy medicine and has been incorporating the latest scientific discoveries to treat her patients since 1988. her commitment to healthcare stems from personal experiences she was on a path to medical school when she had to be hospitalized for several months with multiple surgeries to save her life due to an autoimmune disease. During this long-term illness, Kathy turned to the ancient art of Chinese medicine. After she received acupuncture treatments, her health started turning around. At this point, Kathy realized that medical school was not her path. She knew that addressing the underlying health issues and treating the person as a whole was the sure way to health. She turned her focus to her career as a Chinese medicine physician specializing in body-mind advanced therapies and frequency healing through biophoton energy fields. Kathy has a special interest in functional medicine and functional skin care and believes your skin is a direct reflection of your health. She loves helping people rejuvenate their cells and bring health and vitality to the entire body through the liquid nervous system. Kathy, it is great to have you here. Thanks for being here today. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Well, let's get into this. Let's start with your story and tell us a little bit about your own journey and mm -hmm. how you got into holistic medicine. And then we'll get into the lymphatic system after that. 
Okay, great. Um, so as you uh, mentioned briefly, I actually was on my way to medical school and got very, very sick with Crohn's disease. I ended up in the hospital for three months, multiple surgeries, and, uh, and it ended up changing my path. Uh, I actually had uh, discovered the use of acupuncture in a way that I had never really heard about. Uh, and which is treating the root cause, you know, we're so used to an allopathic and Western medicine treating symptoms, um, and treating symptoms isn't really a way to help. So it really changed my path uh, to doing moving into holistic medicine. But what I learned once I once I uh, had graduated is that there were so many different avenues for what energy medicine really is, you know, and what we know now is, is that our health is not going to resolve itself with drugs and surgeries. What it's really going to take is energy medicine, having our body learn how to vibrate at the frequency of absolute health. So our cells can actually learn how to rejuvenate, repair and regenerate. So that kind of has been my path all the way through the 35 years of practicing is what is it going to take? What is it going to take to get each of these bodies to be able to vibrate at that frequency of absolute health so that they can restore their own life and their own health as they move through too. That's great. And, and there's now let's kind of talk about the lymphatic system and how this plays into it. But I know some of our listeners, they may never have heard of the lymphatic system mm -hmm. before. So maybe we could break down what is the lymphatic system? Mm -hmm. Where is it located? What all is included in it? And maybe what it does for mm -hmm. our health. Okay. All right. So when I went to school, we didn't really know a lot about the lymphatic system. We really thought that it was, uh, you know, the the uh, system that when you get sick, your lymph nodes swell. And if you remember as a kid, you know, your lymph nodes swell either in your throat or sometimes even in your groin. So we've always known that the lymphatic system has had a lot to do with our immune system and our immune system reaction. But as we've, as the research has gone deeper and deeper and deeper, it is amazing how intricate the lymphatic system is and key to our overall health. So first let's talk about, you know, the first aspect of that, what is the lymphatic system? And uh, the lymphatic system is a lot like the vascular system. Um, the blood vessels and have to uh, move to every single cell in the body to be able to deliver oxygen to each and every cell. Well, the lymphatic system is very much the same. In fact, it actually kind of follows that same pathway uh, and exchanges information with the vascular system and actually prevents the uh, that seepage that we get from the vac vascular system that makes it so that, you know how when like your, uh, if, you're, if your ankles swell or, uh, you know, the rings swell, things like that, or your, from your fingers, like you can't get your finger, your fit, your ring off your finger. Those are, uh, those are indications of, of seeping from the blood vessels into that extracellular space, like outside the cell space. The job of the lymphatic system is to clean that up. And it is, and it's a very fragile system. So that's kind of a really kind of general idea of what the lymphatic system, like where it is and how it runs, it runs throughout the fascia. Uh, and there's a superficial lymphatic system and there's a deep lymphatic system. Um, and the, the significance of the fascia and having it be connected with that and having it run through the, the fascia is, is that fascia is a tissue mostly made up of proteins 
that are interconnected throughout the entire body. They wrap around all the organs, they wrap around all of the muscles, they wrap around all of the uh, individual parts and pieces of our body. So it's that other area where we can really innervate that lymphatic system into every single cell, right? So, and interestingly enough, when we move to like what makes up the lymphatic system, well, what makes up the lymphatic system has kind of been growing and it is so interesting to, um, you know, periodically I'll just say, what, you know, what are we talking about these days in, in science and what is our, you know, development? Well, one of the primary parts of the lymphatic system is actually bone marrow. And that really, you know, we'll segue into that when we're talking about osteoporosis and things and, and you know, and things like that. Um, but it's, it's the lymph nodes. It follows the, um, the veins and there's a connection there. Then there's organs like the spleen and the thymus, which is the immune system. And of course, those tonsils that we've talked, that we've talked about. Um, so, uh, and then of course, all of the different nodes in the, uh, in the system that collect, if you will, uh, everything from toxins to uh, heavy metals, uh, the lymphatic system actually produces hormones, which is really key because as we move into menopause, we have to compensate, you know, a lot of people go right into the, into the drugs. Uh, but the reality of it is, is that if our liver is healthy and our lymphatic system is healthy, we actually have the capability of uh, compensating for that estrogen progesterone level. So it's very, very key in that it also delivers nutrients. So if you take, for example, one of the things like the digestive system, right? The key thing to a healthy digestive system is probiotics. The lymphatic system actually delivers probiotics from the digestive system to the cells. So it has, you know, where it's that and, and vice versa. So it enables that whole interconnection and function. So there's so many different aspects to that, both on a superficial level. And we'll talk about that in relationship to like, well, how does that show up? How do I know I'm having lymphatic issues to deeper which is like the stomach and uh, organs, liver, kidney, things like that, where it has the deeper lymphatic nodes. Yeah. So, so how, any, how do any, you know, right? How do you know mm, if you have an issue with your lymphatic system? Yeah. So, you know, generally speaking, I think that this is probably one of the most interesting discoveries for me personally in working with patients is, is that I would have a patient that was doing everything right. They were eating well, they were taking their supplements um, and they were, and they had changed their lifestyle, lifestyle, exercising, clean water, things like that, even probiotics. And I, and, and yet we would still have uh, issues like when I drink water, water goes right through me. And when I test them, they test dehydrated and they're still drinking like one and two and three liters a day, but yet they're dehydrated. Um, you know, other things that, that are more obvious is, is let's first talk about kind of like symptoms versus how do I see that physically on my body? Right. So the lymphatic system, when you have uh, toxic, toxic buildup for gut health, hormone imbalance, that's all going to cause inflammation, right? So that's that poor cell regeneration and actually leads to premature aging, right? So um, what, some of the key factors for all of that are things like um, uh, uh, um, swelling, which we talked about, uh, heavy heaviness, like that feeling 
uh, sometimes you just don't feel right. Your body feels swollen or heavy, a brain fog, chronic fatigue, depression, excess weight, bloating, digestive issues, headaches, um, weakened immune system, especially right. Uh, enlarged lymph nodes all the time where you got like puffy under the arms or, or, uh, in, in the throat area, allergies can be an indication of congested lymphatic system, even things like, you know, pain, joint pain, um, also even collagen loss, right? So, uh, yeah, a lot, right. Uh, of symptoms that are, that are possible. Any autoimmune disorder can be affected and can be helped by a healthy lymphatic system. So now on the outside, how, what do we see on the outside of the body? Well, one is sometimes just even chronic skin infections or skin issues. Uh, what also happens is uh, people will develop uh, creases in the skin, folding, lumps, bumps just below the skin. Any injury that we've had we can cause damage or block the lymphatic system if we don't do something to repair it. So when you think about it, like, it doesn't have to be, uh, it doesn't have to be an incision that blocks it. It can be, it can be just like a contusion, like a, a, a bruise. Um, so, and it's kind of interesting too, because when I first started developing like tools to help not only just move the lymphatic system, but repair it, you know, I had with my own history of multiple surgeries and, uh, you know, definite, um, issues with, uh, autoimmune and gut absorption and things like that. I could definitely feel like lumpy, bumpy underneath my skin. And I'm not overweight, um, but I could still, it still looked like I had like cellulite on my arms and on my legs and on my belly. And I knew that that wasn't, you know, I just had to figure out what that was because it didn't make a difference what your weight was. You're still going to be able to make, you know, perhaps even feel those lumpy bumpies through, through the, through the skin. So that's where it can really show up. And with, of course, the bat wings and the sagging and all of that is indication of poor collagen reproduction, which we now know the lymphatic system with the uh, with that fascia uh, have everything to do with collagen. And collagen is, I mean, every cell uses collagen and especially obvious on the skin. Yeah, so that's the outside and the inside. Yeah. And I, I know a couple of those that you pointed out. I mean, the, the hardened lymph nodes, those are ones that people can actually touch and feel and understand there might be something going on there. And then the swelling too, in different areas of the body. So that is, that's lymphedema, right? So we, when we've got swelling in different areas or it could be lymphedema. Yes. Yeah. So lymphedema is definitely, um, so there's, so there's a difference between the lymphatic system, not working, uh, and doing its job, which is like reabsorbing those fluids, like from lymphedema, this, the, the liquid that is outside of the cell wall and causing that lymphedema. I've treated a lot of patients who have had their lymph nodes removed in their armpit from breast cancer, things like that. Um, and then the other aspect of that is, is that actual folds or damage to the lymphatic system itself, you can actually feel, you can feel that because it wraps because it's within the fascia. So it's not, it's, it's the lymphedema as well as, uh, actually lumps and bumps that are not swelling, but damage. Okay. And, and then I know there is a connection between the lymphatic system and bone health and osteoporosis. Mm -hmm. Can you talk about what mm -hmm. that is? 
Yeah. So there's many, uh, there's many aspects to that. And I think that you're very in tune to pretty much every kind of angle on that. Uh, and I've talked to your audience about all of those different positions, which is gut, poor gut health, which is, you know, very connected to the lymphatic system. Um, one key area is heavy, heavy metal toxicities, as well as environmental toxicities, as well as our body, cre our body creates its own own toxins. I mean, it's just the cell breaking down. It's a natural process is, is we have our own body waste, but if we don't get rid of that body waste, we have a buildup of toxins and acidity and inflammation. Stress is a huge factor in creating a very hostile acidic environment that the lymphatic system can actually help. So, um, and, uh, and there's a really interesting, you, you know, when we first started talking, there's a very interesting aspect to the energy component of the lymphatic system that we can maybe, if we get a chance, we can, you know, delve into that a little bit later. Yeah. And I actually, in, in preparation for this, I was looking and I found something that was published in Cell, which is a peer-reviewed scientific journal in January, 2023, that showed that lymphatic vessels uh, are, are now actually shown to directly irrigate bone and participate in their regeneration. So that is one of the reasons or important reasons why we're even talking, you know, for our audience listening, why we're even talking about the lymphatic system and its connection to bone health too. Yeah, absolutely. And when you look at the images of the vascular system, you can see where it inter it, 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 there's an intervention into the, into the vascular system, as well as why bone marrow is a key component to that, because we have a vascular connection into the bone, you know, it doesn't, it's not vascular like the muscle, but it has to have, it has to have blood and it has to have blood in that, you know, in that center where the bone marrow is and where there's blood, there's lymphatic system. So being able to kind of clean up the toxins there as well. So that's, that's a, a I love seeing research like that because um, it's, it's new, but it validates what we've already known. That's just hard, to, uh, you know, hard to kind of bring it to the public, but those hardcore research that's published, PubMed published is great. Mm -hmm. And then, and then let's talk about something that people probably hear a lot about are lymphatic drainage massages, right? Mm. If they're, maybe they're mm -hmm. searching online, they're like, okay, lymphatic drainage massage. What is this? Can okay. this be helpful? And can you share your thoughts on them? Absolutely. You know, I think anything that helps move the lymphatic system is great, you know, and we could all use uh, lymphatic massage, dry brushing, things like that. Um, that are really, really important for just physically moving the lymphatic system because it doesn't have its own pumping system. It's not like, uh, um, you know, our veins actually have uh, used the muscles of our legs to pump the blood back up. And that's why we have valves. Um, but the lymphatic system, it, re it also requires something else to pump it. And being able to pump the, uh, being able to get that lymphatic system to move by doing massage is great. I think the thing is that's really key here is, is that moving the lymphatic system is one thing, repairing the lymphatic system is another. And I think that we're, you know, anytime we've had any type of uh, uh, an injury, an issue, an autoimmune, anything, dehydration, all of those things actually damage the lymphatic system. So m many of the things like the lymphatic massage, dry brushing are very superficial, but the nodes are a little bit deeper. And then we have a deeper lymphatic system as well, 
which is going into, you know, the bones, the stomach, the kidneys, the liver, things like that. So I think that for me, the key was, is, is developing a tool that actually repairs the lymphatic system rather than, and moving it, you know, moving it and repairing it. And I know you created this, uh, well, actually let's talk about, you mentioned a couple other pieces too, and maybe we can touch this. I know mm. you created this lymphatic stone also, but maybe we can touch on, mm -hmm. I heard dry brushing. Mm. Uh, we talked about the lymphatic drainage massages. What other tools can people use to help improve their lymphatic health? There's also exercise. Exercise increases circulation, increasing circulation helps to increase lymphatic circulation. So that's, you know, pretty key. I am a fan of rebounding um, just because it just, you know, it moves the, the vascular system. It stretches and stresses the cells and helps to, you know, circulate. So I'm a fan of that, uh, of rebounding as well and for that reason. And then uh, the other is hydration. Hydration is a key factor because uh, you know, if we're going to look at the lymphatic system as moving, um, you know, moving the garbage, it's going to be sludge if we're dehydrated. It's really, really hard to dump sludge into, you know, the detox system. So hydration is key, super important. Okay, that's great. And now let's talk about, yeah. the, I know you've created a lymphatic stone. Can you talk about what mm. that is and how is that different from lymphatic massage? All right. So what I did was, um, I, in, in my practice, I use, um, what's called integration therapy. Integration therapy means that if I do a treatment, if I do an emotional treatment, if I do acupuncture, I'm going to add some type of energy medicine or vibrational medicine to their treatment to help it to integrate into the nervous system. So I took my background in energy medicine and my, uh, you know, my understanding of the, you know, physiology of the body. And I developed a stone that I've imprinted with energy frequencies, very specific energy frequencies. And the simplest way to really think about this is, is that our cells start off really young and they're vibrant and they're healthy and they have high vibrational energy. And as we get older or we have disease or we have injury or we have illness, we lose the vitality in that cell and that cell becomes uh, broken down and aged. So what I did was I imprinted frequencies to really resonate and vibrate at the same frequency of a healthy cell so it could rejuvenate the damaged sluggish cell. So think of it like a tuning fork, right? If, if our, if uh, we have a tuning fork, that's a perfect vibration of a healthy lymphatic system. And we take another tuning fork and we move it close to it. It doesn't need to touch it. You don't need to hit it. It will pick up the vibration of that tuning fork and start vibrating at the same frequency. That's the idea by using the stone and introducing those frequencies into the system, the body starts learning, oh, this, you know, this is what I need to do to be healthy. This is how I vibrate at that frequency. And because you can do it every day, you're getting that reinforcement until your body gets what it's supposed to be doing. That part's a lot like acupuncture. You know, when you do acupuncture, every time you do acupuncture, it teaches your body how to function on its own. 
it's exactly, you know, so you don't become dependent on the acupuncture, your body starts learning how to be healthy. And that's very, very much the same principle is, is that it learns how to vibrate at that healthy frequency. Can you explain acupuncture for people also? <laughs> yeah. So um, acupuncture is, uh, is the use of um, little teeny tiny stainless steel needles in very specific points on the body that have an action and effect. So what acupuncture and, and the research on this is amazing as far as, you know, uh, uh, there's a specific point on the leg that has been shown to stimulate stem cell production, um, doing different points on the brain can stimulate, uh, you know, that beautiful, uh, stem cell, which is the same thing as well, right? We start with that stem cell and get our body to reproduce that healthy young cell. So acupuncture is, is, uh, we've got. 14 different acupuncture meridians on the entire body. There's over 400 points with a lot of uh, at what's called extra points and uh, extra meridians. And we can use the acupuncture to really guide through getting to the root of, uh, of the problem rather than just treating symptomatically. So that's, that's kind of the short, short of what acupuncture does. It can be used for pretty much anything. Yeah. And Unless I you broke something. If you, Yeah. I know there are a, a wide variety of uses. You're saying, okay, so you're saying definitely don't use it if you're if you've just broken something. You probably want to seek out additional help beyond just that. I think that's a good idea too. Uh, and, then, and then also, I know I know you practice traditional Chinese medicine also. And when people hear traditional Chinese medicine, they may not be familiar with that either. Could you kind of walk us through what is traditional Chinese medicine? What does it look like? And what is how does that yeah. approach different from a standard allopathic Western medicine approach? And also mm -hmm. how is it different from maybe a functional medicine approach? Um, so traditional Chinese medicine is uh, um, can include Chinese herbs and acupuncture. Acupuncture and energy medicine has been more of my focus. Um, however, the, the key component is, is when we look at the body as a, as a traditional, um, Chinese medicine practitioner, we're doing, we're taking in all of the signs and symptoms that give me an idea of what is the imbalance that this person has, that this entire body or being has, and what is the, what is the best way for me to differentiate that so that I can streamline a treatment that's effective. So allopathic very much treats the symptoms in uh, and holistic and functional medicine, functional medicine, a lot of times, and in, in you're really in this realm as well, it collects a lot of data to be able to uh, look at the body as a whole as well and find the underlying causes and make changes and remeasure. And that's generally what people think of as functional medicine. Uh, but I actually see things in the way I see functional medicine is I'm going to give you something to teach your body how to function on its own. So for example, um, I'm going to give you, if, 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 if someone has thyroid issues, I'm going to give the body information for that thyroid, whether it's supplement like a protomorphogen or whether it's acupuncture to actually get that thyroid to rebuild and to vibrate at a, at the frequency of a healthy thyroid. 
That's what I see as functional. So it's almost hard for me to, to divide holistic medicine, functional medicine, acupuncture, because it's, you know, really we're talking about energy medicine that gets the body to do what it's supposed to do. Wonderful. And, and I know <laughs> uh, one of the other pieces that you're really passionate about is skincare, right? So mm. I, I know you mentioned yes. previously that your skin is like a window to your health. Can you talk a little bit about that? And maybe any tips that you have for helping people um, get healthy skin, maintain healthy skin? So um, the key component is, is exactly what you mentioned. The skin is represents everything that's going on with the body. And in fact, fact, uh, it was really interesting because I'd mentioned earlier that I had Crohn's disease and, and, uh, you know, went through a whole process of that where I was doing holistic medicine and, uh, doing all of the right things. And when I was about 49, I had somehow, I just glimpsed myself in uh, uh, an image of myself in the mirror. And I went, Oh my gosh, when did that happen? I looked like I was 69, not 49. And what I realized was that I had done everything that I needed to do to work more internally, but really it's, it's, it's in inside out, outside in. And so I hadn't really been dealing and th this is where, you know, that <laughs> I hadn't really been dealing with that lymphatic system, which was, you know, going to show how my skin and my skin health was as well as is I wasn't giving my skin the nutrition that it need. And so when you had talked about uh, skincare, when I develop my skincare products, it's about using functional ingredients that actually repair uh, and give information to the cell to be able to produce its own collagen, to produce its own elastin and dealing with the different layers. They're very, very specific. Like each ingredient hits different layers and has different functions in teaching your body and giving it the information it needs to be able to reproduce a healthy skin cell including every uh, skincare product has a little green bead in it that I've imprinted with frequencies, much like the stone that I've imprinted with frequencies that um, help to, uh, it's like an energy optimizing component. So it's that vibrational uh, frequency of a healthy cell and it potentiates the ingredients in the skincare. It's really quite fascinating. I actually had a third party study because I, I'm a little like you, I want, the, I want the research. I want to see it. Um, and, uh, so I actually had a third party, st party study by Dr. Puglis, who's the big, you know, um, I call him the big muckety muck. Uh, but he's the one who's done high end skincare companies to be able to give them, uh, you know, it does this, it does that it's increasing it by this percentage. Very, very scientific. He's developed his own machines to measure, uh, collagen and elastin and bounce. And uh, it's, he's really a fascinating human being. Uh, so I had put my skincare as well as my, I have the wand that, which is a natural facelift system. That was my first product. Uh, I put that in Dr. Puglisi's hands and thinking to myself, oh my gosh, I'm not sure how this is going to turn out. I'm so used to being able to kind of show people how to use it and direct them. And uh, it turns out that he actually called me in 15 days and he said, I have no idea how you're doing this. These women look like they've had many makeovers at 15 days. And the collagen production at 30 was 25% increase in collagen production. But why that's really significant is because it takes 45 days just to begin the process of collagen production. 
And at 30, we were already at 25%. Now he knew nothing about frequencies. He didn't, he didn't know anything about um, the imprinting component. So he was really baffled on how I was getting the results. But to me, it was so validating to really get that scientific proof. That's Did I answer your question? Yeah. 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 And, and uh, <laughs> we were just talking about skincare and, and the importance of that for your health and for your, um, you know, mm. how, how to make sure you have better skincare. So I, I would love to, maybe we can close this out with sharing any couple helpful tips that you think are major takeaways that the audience listening should take away from this conversation. I think we underrate our body's ability to learn. And one of the things that I talk about with my patients is um, how our body, how our body functions on just a communication level. So for example, you know, the nervous system is super, super slow. The nervous system is, you know, receive information from touching something hot. It has to go uh, efferent, afferent, and give you the information. And then it has to tell you to move your hand. It's, it's fast in the, in the world, but it's super, super slow in the energy, in the energy world. You know, it's just alternating positive and negative ions. So one of the things about um, energy medicine and healing and functional nutrition and things like that is, is that there's little bits of, of information of energy and perfect energy to be able to not just communicate with a cell that physically touches it, but it's instantaneous. It's like a highway, a biophoton energy highway of communication that just lights up your whole body. So I think that that's kind of one of the key things is, is, is that when sometimes it seems like we're doing something that is so focused on a particular area, really we're, we're, it's the energy of information that we're giving our entire body of health. So whether, you know, people are, are in, in your program and following all of the different lifestyle changes and the different, uh, you know, nutrition and things like that. Uh, the goal is often, I want to resolve osteoporosis, osteopenia. I want to change my numbers, but the reality of it is, is, is that everything changes. Every part of your body changes, your cells, your vitality, your energy. And I think that that's, that's encouraging, you know, to, to, to see that whole body and, and, and how we interact with people as well. I mean, I'm sure you've seen that when people are um, very ill, their energy is low, but their emotions are generally towards depressed and sadness and, you know, crying where those, you know, where that energy that you can bring up totally changes that. And the vitality is, is you can see it, you can see it in people's eyes, you can see it in people's energy. Uh, and it's generally a lot happier. Yes, 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 yes. That's so important. And, and, Thank you so much, Kathy, for sharing your knowledge and your expertise today. And could you share with everyone, where can they find you? And I want to make sure we link to all the resources also in the show notes below this video. Okay. Yes. Well, I do, I do have a special for specifically your audience. So, um, it will, it, it is, uh, true energy skincare and that's T R U E N E R G Y skincare dot com slash phone coach. Wow. And that's, that's your, easy. yeah, that's this. Yeah. That's this. That's the, um, 
Uh, I wanted to make sure people had access to being able to get a lymphatic stone as well as the, you know, the, the body lotion that has that little green bead in it as well. Uh, so those are on that, on that um, page. Wonderful. Well, I'm going to make sure I link to uh, all the resources, show notes, and this true energy, T-R-U energy, skincare.com forward slash bone coach page. I'll make sure I link to that uh, in the show notes. And for everyone listening, you can find all of the resources, the show notes, everything mentioned here today over at bonecoach.com forward slash uh, Kathy Goldstein, lymphatics, bone health. I want to thank you again so much for your time. We'll see you in the next episode. Hope you found this episode of the Bone Coach Show helpful. You can find all the resources, show notes, everything mentioned over at bonecoach.com. If you enjoyed this episode and found it helpful, be sure to share it with someone you love, a friend, family member, even a group of people. And also be sure to hit that subscribe button so you never miss an episode that can help you improve your bones, your health, and your future. One last reminder, if you haven't done so already, head over to bonecoach.com for more great resources to help you get on the path to stronger bones and an active future. I'm your bone coach, Kevin Ellis. I'll see you in the next episode.